For our first episode of 2024, we're serving the tea on winter energy, and it's called to us to review and reflect on the past year, which has been a big one for both Christy and Belinda, as well as for us Starlight and Moonbeams. Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Belinda Boring. And I'm Christy Cook. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by Of Starlight and Moonbeams a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth too. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at ofstarlightandmoonbeams.com. So, hey, Christy, what's in your cup this week? Let's see. In my literal cup, um, I actually have a bottle of water. Yeah. And in a little bit, I may have a cup of crown apple. We'll see. (laughs) Fancy. As we're recording this. So, um, still enjoying that. And that leads me to my life cup, which is I have started van life and I have traveled halfway across the country to the Midwest to spend the holidays with my family, with my boys. So yeah, I got in um, the day before Christmas Eve, like really late. So basically Christmas Eve morning. So we had those days together. We've just been hanging out and Enjoying some really good food, a lot of food. I'm pretty sure I've gained about 10 pounds already in the last week. (laughs) And having a lot of fun with the dogs. There are just as many dogs here as there are people, which is a lot of fun. And they are, we have a German Shepherd and a Boxer and an Australian Blue Heeler. And then there's Buster the Little Puggle. And I'm going to ask everyone who they think is the alpha dog. A buster. Yes, <laughs> buster. He's the smallest, but it only took a couple times and they all stay very clear of him. We're just like, you leave the old grandpa alone. <laughs> He's such a grouch. Um, but it, it's just kind of funny to see the big German shepherd. He'll do whatever he needs to to avoid Buster. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun and uh, really nice to spend time with them. We are recording this on Friday before New Year's and New Year's Day. We'll all be going on our own ways again. So um, the good thing is, is we'll be able to come back and do this more often, hopefully. So looking forward to that. And yeah, I'm getting ready for our next issue of the magazine. If you haven't checked out our December issue, please do. It's it's full of really great stuff, of course. Um, and that was a real challenge for us to get out. So <laughs> we hope that you enjoy it. We put a lot of time and work into it. And what else? Yeah, just getting ready for 2024, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about um, when we serve the tea. So I won't go into that anymore. 
So I'm going to turn it over to you, Belinda. What's in your cup this week? Hmm. This week I have my bluey cup and it has my favorite mango Powerade in there. I started to cheat a little bit. It wasn't soda, but I started like having a little bit of energy drinks because I just felt started feeling just drained and so tired. And so I then quickly realized why I don't drink energy drinks. I think I actually talked about it in the last time with Starburst. Um, it started affecting my heart, like my heart would race mm. and I'd start getting the shakes. And I was like, yep, this is the reason why I'm a, I'm a lightweight when it comes to caffeine. And so, yeah, I have the mango Powerade. We have to go to the gas station for it because they don't sell it in the store, which is stupid. But yeah, that's what I'm drinking. And it's nice and icy cold, even though it's freezing outside. Still no sign of snow, which makes me so sad. But yeah, that's what's in my physical cup. What's in, oh, <laughs> in my literal cup. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's the state of my brain. In my literal cup. In my physical cup, it is just... We're in that in-between of Christmas and New Year's Eve and that week where, for me, for two days after Christmas, I slept. Like, I just, mm. Mark left me alone. Like, I, I'd get up and then I'd go back to sleep. I was just wore out because so much energy went into making sure that Christmas was just wonderful for my family. Um, the sweet toddler got sick, so that mm. was... That was really rough. Like he's not really a sick baby. And so he had a fever, but it didn't really ruin Christmas at all. It kind of made it a special one because we were just really chill, really relaxed and in the moment and taking care of each other that we just, we had fun and lots of good food to eat. We had a ham and turkey. There's three of us that eat it. <laughs> we had all this food. But yeah, so we've got plenty of leftovers. So last night we had enchiladas, turkey enchiladas, which was delicious. Um, What else is going on? This has been the week where we've had off from work. And I thought I'd get all this stuff done, but it seems to have been packed full of different stuff. I went and had a reading with Bunny Gomez, who is a new contributor to the magazine. Um, she is amazing. And she has so many different things that she can offer. And so I'm kind of just learning things as I go from her. Um, so that was fun. She gave me this great Oracle deck that I have wanted for years. It's the archetype uh, Oracle deck, the circular. And so I'm excited to really take a deeper dive into archetypes and to see how they play in my own life. So that's one of the things I'll be studying. And other than that, just, I guess, trying to catch my breath. We've been planning what's happening next year in of Starlight and Moonbeams, and I already want to take a nap, but I'm so excited. That's my standard thing. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so busy. I should nap now. Sleep now while you can. I'm excited. Can't think if there was anything else, anything else this week. It's just been nice. I really wanted a chance just to rest and not constantly having to be on the go. I've spent more time not wearing a bra than wearing a bra, and to me, that's a win. <laughs> how about that for TMI but yeah <laughs> I, I understand that but I've been the opposite because I'm usually it's just me at home by myself and yeah <laughs> I just let it hang like I, it's been nice not having to constantly get in the car 
and be on the go. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I've loved. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm cherishing those moments where I don't have to go out so much. And that's very winter energy, which is what we're about to talk about in our episodes. So um, we'll be diving into that in a minute. So it totally makes sense that that's what you want to do is rest and relax. And I think we're all kind of there after the chaotic holiday season. And no matter what you have going on, um, it's just this week. You know, you see those memes. It's like, what day is it? you know you're just wandering around it's like can someone please tell me what day it is i just need to know what's the date (laughs) i'm just not quite sure yeah it's that kind of weird surreal space we're in right now i want to say liminal space but i don't even i guess it's kind of liminal space but um it's so nice not to have to be on that's what i like because you know come the first of the year everything everyone goes back to work or they have things that we kind of say oh we're not going to do it to the first of the year and it's kind of like a signal to our brain of okay now we got to hustle again and so at least for me that it's that's how it's been for a long time it's the the switch that flips and so it's nice to relax when we get a chance just to unwind and breathe yeah 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 Okay, so before we dive in, this is your weekly reminder to subscribe to our newsletter so that you can receive weekly news, you can receive updates on our offerings, and exclusive gifts and promo codes for our shop. We don't want you to miss out on any of the magic we have going on with the Starlight and Moonbeams. Also, be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast app to queue up new episodes as soon as they drop, and follow us on the socials. Find everything through our link tree, which is in the show notes. So today we're serving the tea on winter energy and exactly what that means, which is really calls us to go deep within. And so winter energy is the earth's energy that is calling us deep into the earth where we curl up and we rest and we relax and we regenerate. And it's also the time that we review and reflect on the past harvest season. And that's what our ancestors would have done is reflected on the past season, what went well, what didn't go well, what um, needs to be changed for the new year, what maybe new crops they wanted to plant, um, which ones they're not going to do anymore because maybe the soil is just not good for it. Um, so yeah, that's the energy of the season. And so today Belinda and I will be just kind of reviewing and reflecting on our past year and asking ourselves some questions that you might want to ask yourself as you prepare for the new year. And so just getting started, Belinda, reviewing the past year, I would just wanted to ask you, what's the best thing that happened to you? Man, I feel like if I say one thing, it's neglecting because I've had such a really, really good 2023. Like it's been a long time since I have felt so good about myself and that I have felt like um, I've healed a lot this year too. Hmm. I want to say the best thing to have, it's going to be my grandson. That's a given, right? So we take him out of the equation because he's always going to be the best thing. I would say my garden. Honest to goodness, my garden. I had so much fun 
And I went from this mindset of, oh my gosh, I'm going to screw it up. Nothing's going to grow. It has to be perfect to chaos gardening where I didn't care where things, not, not where I didn't care where things went, but I experimented and I was like, oh, I'm just going to try if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I was able to see this complete mind shift that kind of bled out into the rest of my, uh, the rest of my day and the, the different parts of my life. Yeah. My garden taught me a lot. And I just, it was something that I did with my husband and my grandson. It's opened up so many different avenues for this coming year that, yeah, I'm grateful that we went big. It was supposed to be a small garden <laughs> and it wasn't. And it was just amazing. And I even wrote articles about it. I think there was like three, three issues where I wrote about the things that I learned from my garden. Yeah. It definitely was. What about you, Christy? What was the best thing that happened to you this year? Well, first of all, I just want to say those articles that you wrote, those were some of my favorites. Um, just the lessons that you learned and how they translate into life was just really cool. So I'm so glad you did that. And I hope you'll be doing it again next year. So let's see. The best thing that happened to me, well, being here with my boys right now. So we take that out of the equation and I'm going to say my priestess training. It's because of what it has opened up for me. Um, it really empowered me. It really allowed me to um, do heal some old wounds and rewrite some stories and really understand and step into my sovereignty and my personal power and realize the importance of sharing my gifts because yeah. it's actually a detriment to the world if you don't share your gifts. That's what they are. They're gifts to you, but they're gifts for you to give to other people. And that just um, really clicked in my mind. And it's like holding back, you know, for various reasons that we do was not doing me good and also not doing anybody else any good. So I don't, I really was starting to get into that before, but working with priestess presence and going through the, the um, temple guide training for to be a ceremonial priestess, that really just opened up so much for me. So I'm going to say that was the best thing. Um, and that included the retreat, which was part of the trip that I took to see you. So that was awesome. Yeah. But it really gave me the that inner power and strength to say, you know what, I'm going to do van life because I've been wanting to do it for so long and everything I'm using now is just an excuse to not do it. So yeah, it's been the, the door that's opened up just so many other things for me. You said that, you know, we're giving gifts so we can share them. And I've seen you share your gifts all through this year that have blessed so many people like through the things that we talk about on the podcast and the insights that you share and the magazine, the articles that you write, but specifically in the circles that you hold for us, the sacred space where you allow us this place to breathe and connect with other women and to heal and to empower ourselves. You've really created such a sacred space for us this year that has come because you took those priestess classes and because mm -hmm. you started to believe in yourself, like your recent sacred circle 
the three circles were phenomenal. They were just unbelievable and catalyst for change in those that did it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, thank you for honoring your gifts because yeah, I know it's honored. It's blessed me and I know everyone that's participated or that your gifts have reached that they say the, the same thing, like just mm-hmm. amazing. So yeah, it's, thank you've you. been really brave and courageous this year. I have, I have. And that's, um, sometimes I just do things like with Havenwood Falls because I've just been wanting to do it. And you get to the point of why not with, you know, other things, it's always just been my own confidence that I needed to overcome or to build with this. There's also that witch wound and the sister wound and, you know, those things where you're, you're putting yourself out there in a way to be judged at least for me, in no way. And this is coming from an author who's put out books. And, you know, as soon as you hit that publish button, you're like, oh, what the fuck did I just do? You know, and you have that panic moment. And because you put a piece of your soul into those books. And this to me has been even more terrifying because, you know, there is that whole social conditioning and that whole um, societal and culture perspective and you know who am I going to alienate and you just get to the point though where you don't care anymore um what other people think and you have to get to that point to be able to step into your power because that's what it's about when you're caring about what other people think you're giving them your power you're giving away your power and so yeah you've got to get to that point and that was just it's it's still terrifying to me, but I'm doing it anyway, because I know it's best for me and it's best for the people that I work with and the women that I serve and want to serve. So yeah, our next question is actually, where have you seen the most growth? And for me, that's where it is. It's that growth into courage and confidence and empowerment, self-empowerment. What about you, Belinda? Where have you seen the most growth? Hmm. I would kind of say the same thing. I know that my confidence, like, okay, the beginning of the year, I was too scared to leave my house without someone. Um, I didn't want to go do things. Um, So there was that kind of, I was very, not withdrawn like a hermit, but even, even so much like when it came to writing for the magazine, oh, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to share. I'm not an expert on anything. When it came to the podcast, oh, I don't know what to say. I'm just going to stammer. I'm just going to sit here going, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When it came to my garden, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to, you know, put all this effort and everything's going to die and it doesn't need to be perfect. And then with my grandson, you see a theme. There was all this worry and and a lack of confidence, lack in my own ability and my anxiety and fear hasn't gone, but I know that my faith in myself and my intuition and my trust in myself has grown a lot more. I know I'm a lot more confident. I feel more empowered than I do that. I, yeah. The fact that I, what, how many episodes, this is like 38 and then you've got the bonus. The fact that I've done this for this year, it's a big thing. Just, of believing in myself, of knowing that I have something of value to offer and that I'm of worth and that I'm enough right as I am. And so I've done definitely a lot of healing this year 
enough that this next year I've got big plans I that I feel that I can do. Like I'm, I've started the momentum of going forward and leveling up. And so I'm excited for that. I think that's where I've seen the most growth. Um, letting go that rigid control, the tight grip on things, the need to be perfect and stuff like that. Yeah, and I get I've soda. Seen... <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. <laughs> That's a big one too. <laughs> I've really seen the growth in you this year. Um, I remember when we started coaching about this time last year. It was the end of last year. Yeah, you you had this tight control, almost like on the a security blanket around you. And I feel like you've loosened that and you realize that you don't really need it, that you have all of the power you need and all the strength you need within you. And it was just reclaiming it. It was just tapping back into it and remembering, you know what? Yeah, I can do this. I've done it before. I've done hard things. And, you know, yeah, it might be a learning experience, but I'm strong enough to deal with it. I'm strong enough to take it on. Yeah. And to meet that challenge face to face. And then also the perfection thing um, and not having to go overboard on things because you're worried about what other people think, you know, did you do a good enough job? And um, I love that you've let go of that too. And I've definitely seen that growth in you. And so, you know, other people who are listening, I hope that you're listening and you're thinking, oh, you know, this is something I want to work on, or this is something I've done this year as well, because that's kind of the point, you know, as we're asking each other these questions and discussing how we've grown, um, I'm hoping that it inspires you and reminds you of everything you've been able to accomplish this year. Yeah, because it's important. Like you don't just trudge through life endlessly. There's a, a reason why we embrace winter energy. Like I was thinking early when you were you were explaining what it was, it's also that time to breathe. Because, mm-hmm. okay, another thing, here we go. A thing that I learned from my garden is that you can't constantly be in a state of growth. You can't constantly be in a state of push, push and effort. You have to have that moment and that time to breathe, to relax, mm-hmm. to restore and and recharge. I can't just constantly be having the same thing in my my bed. I've got to give my soil a chance to to breathe. I've got to give a, a chance to rest. And that's like to take that breath. That is so important. And I think that's another part of where I've seen growth, where I've realized that it's important to be present. It's important to slow down. It's important to take those moments where you can just breathe and just be, you know, don't have to constantly be on the go, the hustle and bustle, the grind culture that we're in. You actually have more energy. You do grow more. You learn more. You're happier. You're more able to be your more authentic self and create the life that you want when you take those moments to pause and to rest, when you work with the energy of the year of nature. That's one thing I did this year that was very different. I worked with the energy of the year. And yeah. so I matched it and I was supported in it. And I I honestly think that's the reason why I've had such an abundant year 
why it's been hard. I'm not going to say everything has been peachy and it's been smooth sailing because, hello, we're talking about me here. You know, I like <laughs> to create a little drama in my life. But it's been it's been an uplifting one. It's been a year where it's boosted my confidence, where I've taken risks and I've learned that it's okay to experiment, that, that everything, life is an experiment. If it doesn't work, either try it again or try something else. And so, yeah, it's been a good year for growth. Yeah, it definitely has. And you're absolutely right. Um, I think this is the third year I've followed the wheel of the year and the seasons even more um, than before. Like the first year is like kind of learning, okay, how do you do this? You know, wait a minute, you don't set resolutions to start right on January 1st and you take time to rest. What is that? And then last year I started getting more into it. And then for 2023, I just really felt like I had a good grasp on it. And and also that just knowing that it, it does work well when you work with the energies instead of against them. And yeah, just the um, – we both did a webinar a couple weeks ago with FloraWare, who we've had on the podcast before. And it was for planning for the new year. And I just loved what she had said – business-wise, okay, and we're going to move into business in a moment, but most of our listeners are either authors, which means they have a small business, you know, they're author business, or um, spiritual-related entrepreneurs. And so business-wise, what she said is you have your growth period, your sales period, and then your rest, and you have to have that rest in there before you can start over. And um, it's important to use that time to do this reflection and review like we're doing right now. And, you know, just for one, if you keep moving to the next thing, you don't really take that time to appreciate how far you've come and the lessons you've learned and, you know, what you want to take forward and what you want to leave behind. If you don't do that, then you keep carrying baggage forward that's not working for you anymore. And it just gets heavier and then you need rest even more. And so, yeah, it is, it's definitely important. And I love that we're doing this right now. In that when I did that, we had to write down, like break things down into the quarters or into the seasons. Mm -hmm. And yeah, in the fourth quarter in winter season, I put down rest. And that Mm -hmm. was the first time I think I've ever done that where I haven't put like, oh, I've got to do this, 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 this jam-pack that quarter with so much stuff I was like nope I'm resting you need to do that and Mm so I love it so reflecting back on 2023 what do you want to carry forward into the new year this feeling this this sense of self that's what I want to carry forward I think I want to continue to feel confident and empowered to know that the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Christy? I want to carry forward, um, yeah, this commitment to self and sharing my gifts and that confidence and that inspiration of how important it is to do that so that I don't you know, fall back on old behavior and thought patterns of I can't do this, imposter syndrome, um, all those voices, you know, giving me reasons for not to do what I need to be doing. 
And so, yeah, um, it's kind of the same thing, that confidence, that um, sovereignty, that empowerment. I want, I definitely want to carry that forward. That sovereignty. I had a, uh, a reading yesterday with Bunny Gomez. Hi, Bunny. Mm -hmm. I know she listens. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things that, I guess the theme, like, because we were talking about a theme word for 2024 or the the feeling, the energy of it. And I remember saying that I wanted my year to be a year of where I pivot, where Mm -hmm. I've spent a long time kind of in that winter energy, like career-wise, like writing, where I've just been resting and just kind of hiding out. And I wanted to pivot where I picked it back up because it's something that brings me so much joy. Every time I read a book that I absolutely love, it it helps me tap back into my own joy and that uh, the way it resonates in my soul when I write my own stories. So I was like, yeah, this is going to be the year of pivot. But what came out, it kind of pivoted from there where I think what I want to carry forward into 2024 is I want to be loud. I mm-hmm. found my voice this year. I yeah. found Uh, a sense of empowerment and of being heard one of the things that I loved about the circles that I got from the divine mother and the goddess was the sense of I am heard I am seen I am held those three statements I want to carry that into 2024 and with that I want to be loud I don't want to hide anymore I don't want to be small anymore I don't want to hide my gifts the light that I innately have and the things that I have to share with the world and those around me because of someone else. I'm scared that someone's going to, like you said, someone's going to look at me weird or family members going to look weird. I want to be free. I want to be free of that. So I just want to be loud and be seen. And I love so, that. What about you? That. Yeah, that that's something, um, I realized and committed to last spring, trying to remember, it was not the very beginning of the year, but it was pretty early on in the middle of the year that I just thought, you know what, I'm tired of playing small. I'm tired of contracting and hiding and it's not getting me anywhere. And so I definitely want to carry that forward to that um, willingness to be seen, to be heard, to put myself out there and to stop playing small, to, you know, to drop those shields around my heart, around my being. Um, Our next question is, what are you leaving behind with 2023? And mine is the story of abandonment and rejection, because I have been carrying that story with me since I was a small child. And there was, and I've talked about this before, there was, you know, actual abandonment and rejection, but I've learned how to rewrite some of that narrative. And looking back and looking at new perspectives and seeing that, you know, whatever other people, whatever decisions they made, that is not a reflection on me and and my worth. And see, that's a huge truth right there. Yeah. It's a huge truth. Exactly. Exactly. And it's taken me 52 years to realize it. Um, But I'm there and I'm not picking that back up. So I'm leaving it behind in 2023, the old stories of abandonment and rejection and standing in my power in 2024, knowing that I am worthy, that what other people decide to do, that is 
their decisions and their choices that they need to make for whatever reason and has no reflection on me or my value. So um, let's see. What else am I leaving behind in 2023? I'll ask you, what are you leaving behind in 2023? <laughs> um, I think just that mindset of not being enough that I have to overextend myself and people please and forever say yes because my only my entire worth is connected to being needed and it mm. it's created this conundrum where i want to do these things but then the minute i try to reach out i bounce off that uh that barrier of nope you're not enough oh if you go out and do that you won't be needed or there was something and you share it a lot when we talk about the goddess especially in journeys and circles where the divine mother tells us there's nothing was it there's nothing that you can do or say that'll make me love you there's nothing that you can say or do that'll make me not love you i simply love you and to me that is just such an empowering and soul res like resonating truth to know i don't have to be anything or anyone else but me just gloriously imperfectly me just keep being me and i love what you said about you know what other people that was a big thing for me this year too what other people think of me or say about me or believe about me that's them that's a reflection of them that's that's something they have to work on i don't have to take everything that is thrown at me as truth as this is what i'm worth you know, this person over here who doesn't know anything about me, just this one little snippet, I'm done letting them define who I am because I'm so much more than that. And so I think that taps into what you're saying too of, I don't want to be small anymore. I'm leaving behind that, adopting that abundant mindset, like everything that I, I want, every everything I want to be, I am, everything that I want, I have instead of carrying around a lack mindset oh i'm not enough oh i can't do this because i can't do that i shouldn't do that and so to me that's a big thing i said a lot of things there but i think that's definitely something i, I want to leave behind that lack mindset because yeah Thank it's you. kind of as children we we have an abundant mindset as a child we believe in everything. Our imagination is wild and we're creative and we're free and there's nothing that we can't do. If we want to be an astronaut, by gosh, we're going to be an astronaut. And then as we grow up, we get conditioned to who are you mm -hmm. to think that you can do that? You're not smart enough. You don't have enough money. Um, we've deemed you unacceptable by society. We're going to bully you. You don't fit in this clique. You're not considered normal, whatever. And it's time to get rid of that mindset. It's not yeah. ours. It was never ours to pick up. Right. You know, right. the universe, everything we want is out there. We just have to claim it. And yeah. so, yeah, I think yeah. the abundant, the abundant mindset is what I want to take into 2024 too. I love that. And the can do, I, as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, who are you to think you can do that? And when I was first, you know, really diving heavily back into all the YouTube videos about van life, 
you know, for so long I had given up on it because I was like, who do you think you are being able to do that? You don't, you don't know the first thing about mechanics. You don't know how to fix things. If you're out there on the road and something happens, you don't know how to build a bed or how to do this, how to do that. And who do you think you are? And, you know, I used to buckle to that and saying, you're right. I'm not that kind of person who can do these kind of hands-on things and mechanical things and building things, you know, someone else has always been in my life who can do that for me if I needed it, but that's not me. And then, you know, at some time I was just like, well, who the hell says that's not me? Who says I can't do those things? Who says I can't learn? You know, no, maybe I've never done it before, but that doesn't mean I can't learn how to do it. And how awesome would that be if I could learn how to do that? And how empowering that would be if I say, hey, I fixed that part on my van that, you know, normally I would have paid hundreds of dollars to a mechanic to do, and it was probably something simple. And even just since I've had it, just the few things I've done on my own have just contributed to that confidence and reminded me, yes, I can do this. So yeah, um, that mindset of cannot do is staying in 2023 as I carry forward that mindset of can do and why not. Yeah. Yeah. What's that saying? Like, um, if not, when, if not now, when, and I like that. Why the hell not? Why can't we do it? Yeah. Who says? Yeah. We're limited by our own, our own, the way we think about ourselves. So yeah. Yeah. I just shared a meme too on Facebook <laughs> about how some limitations are only in our head and it shows a horse tied to a little plastic chair, you know, and we get that way where we're the horse tied to this plastic chair that we could easily just drag along or, you know, get rid of or whatever. But for some reason, we get it stuck in our heads that it is a cement block holding us back and thick metal chains chaining us down. And really, it's just our choice to, to look at it and say, you know what? That's not real. That's nothing. I can do this. And I think that's another reason why it's good to enjoy moments like this, like winter energy, because it gives us a pause where like we'd like to do this. Pause. Reflect. Why? Why can't we do this? Sometimes we we just assume that it's a truth that we don't challenge it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's another great thing about winning energy is it gives us a chance to challenge our beliefs and challenge the expectation and limitations that we put our, on ourselves. Yes, a year ago or two years ago, maybe you wouldn't be able to do it. But look at all the growth that you've done, all the experience that you have, your resources have grown. Mm-hmm. If you challenge that, hang a second, I thought I couldn't do it, but you know what? I I think that I could do it. Let me check that out. And so, yeah, don't just assume just because you've always thought something that it's the truth. Just right. Have more right. faith in yourself. Yeah, I should take my own advice because <laughs> it's but true. It's like, but it, it's true because I remember like you, Christy guys is perfect at this. I'll, we'll be talking and I'll share, oh, I want to do this. I get so excited about all these ideas and she'll go, well, well, why don't you do it? Because I can't. Because why? And she asks those questions that make me stop and go, that was just a knee jerk reaction to say that I can't because it always is. Or is the world going to end? No, the world's not going to end if I don't do this or if I do this. And so, yeah, always ask questions. You're 
you're the chef's kiss when it comes to asking questions like that and, and going deeper. I think a lot of my growth um, has come because you've been someone that has asked me those questions. And then I've gone off, pondered it, meditated. Oh, okay. And even if that's not the direction, once I realize it, it's usually a catalyst for me to figure it out and be able to go do things. And so that's, it's always helpful, always challenge. We do that for each other, though, because you do the same for me. And, you know, especially when I get really down, you're like, I'm going to need you to rethink that. That's what Belinda will say. We'll say that to each other. I'm going to need you to rephrase that or, you know, we challenge each other like that when we, because you don't always hear what you're saying or like you said, it's such a knee jerk reaction or just, you know, that habitual patterns that we get into. But when someone else hears it, they're going to, and it can call you out on it. If you don't have someone like that, you need someone like that in your life. Um, whether yeah. it's a it's a coach, a paid someone, but preferably, you know, a friend or a loved one, a spouse or whoever who will catch you when you're saying those things and say, OK, I'm going to need you to rephrase that because it makes you become more aware of your thought patterns and how you're saying things. And mm-hmm. when you become more aware, you realize where you're self-sabotaging your own manifestation. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like. If you're wanting to, man- like you're manifesting, every day you're manifesting something. What are you manifesting by your thoughts and your actions and your feelings? Like be mindful. I realize I'm a, I'm an expert manifester and I manifest a lot of things that I don't want. And then I complain about it. <laughs> and that's why Christy's like, um, I need you to rephrase that. Okay, let me rephrase it. Because, yeah, you speak it into the universe. The universe answers. That energy mm-hmm. answers. And so, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, that's, I was thinking the same thing too about manifesting, you know, what kind of life do you want? You need to really be mindful of your self-talk, the way that you talk to yourself about yourself, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something that, um, you can set intentions for. And next week we'll be talking about the difference between new year's resolutions and setting intentions. Um, but keep kind of keep that in mind. Um, so real quick, because we're running out of time, let's talk about um, of, starlight, of Starlight and Moonbeams. Let's do a little review and reflection on that. I can't even tell you what my favorite thing was of this year. We have done so much. We So our first kind of mini issue of Moonbeams magazine was last December, but our true real full length issue was last January. So we really launched Moonbeams Magazine this year officially. And then this podcast. And then Mm -hmm. we've done, um, we had done one or two circles um, last fall, but we've really taken off with our new moon ceremonies and our gatherings and programs. And I don't know, I think it's just been a really good growth year uh, for awesome yeah. And just learning just different things and, and finding our voices and connecting with others. Um, there's been a lot of, like you spoke about it, the witch wound and the sister wound. I feel like that has really softened. It hasn't been as scary to connect with other women this year because of the circles that we're part of. 
yeah of starlight and moonbeams has been it's such an amazing year this year and i can't wait for next year because i know we've we've talked about it there's so many things that we want to bring and to share and there's so much so yeah we do have a lot of wonderful plans for awesome next year and we're going to really be focusing on this theme of empowerment for ourselves and for our magazine readers our podcast listeners Um, Everyone, you know, our circles are really going to be focused on that. We're going to be kind of following the steps of alchemy and, of course, the energies, the wheel of the year and everything. But it all blends very nicely together. And I'm really excited for 2024 for all that we're going to be doing. I personally, actually, I think both of us, we've had some things in our lives um, the past few years that have taken up a lot of time. Um, For me, it was my job. And for you, it, it's um, some personal stuff that you've been dealing with that is finally pivoted and yeah. going the way that um, that is good. But it's going to free up a lot of time for both of us to really be able to focus on awesome and um, really grow the magazine and all of our offerings. So I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm excited. Come along for the journey. Yes, that's what it is. The heroine's journey and you are the heroine. So I'm looking forward to it. So Belinda, what starburst are you sharing today? I am sharing a starburst on someone that I've only just become familiar with. And she's an author. Her name is Mandy M. Um, I love her tag, like her handle for the socials and her website. It's healing for hot messes because I feel that's (laughs) definitely a definition for me. Um, She's a humorous author and she's a chaotic wellness witch. And she writes, she's got three different books um, that deal with self-care and that kind of thing. And I love her tagline that says secular chaos guide for mystical misfits. And I feel (laughs) like, oh, she just, yeah, this is someone that I want to learn more about. And she does um, webinars and stuff like that. She teaches lessons on the internet. And so, yeah, that's who I am sharing a starburst on. Her name is Mandy M. What about you, Christy? I definitely want to check her out because that does sound fitting for me as well. Okay, so I am giving a starburst to the Pen Pivot. And they are a newsletter I discovered recently. And since a lot of our, most of our listeners, all of our listeners are um, small business owners in one way or another, that means that you often have to put on the marketing hat. And the Pen Pivot gives some really good, easily digestible every morning tips for marketing and copywriting and uh, social media content creation, especially like just easy things like, you know, the top headlines that work, why SpongeBob is attractive to generations or, you know, different things. I can't even remember off the top of my head, but they, they're just little snippets of really good information. And I just wanted to share that with our listeners who are creators and marketers. And basically what they say is our free newsletter teaches 5,000 plus creators and marketers the psychology-backed secrets behind getting people to click, read, view, and engage with their content. So oh, it's Pen Pivot. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's penpivot.com, and we will drop the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic, specifically the difference between New Year's resolutions and setting intentions. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Player FM, and more. And in the meantime, be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email at hello at starlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.